you so much for tuning in to the Attacker Lee Show. My name's Sam Moses. I'm with my great, good, great, good friend, Damn. Matt Gerber. Gerber. Gerber baby. Like a baby food. He's like a baby. And today is episode... I was episode... like, people make fun of me in middle school and call me the Gerber baby. <laughs> Do like they really? Garber, you jerk. The Garber <laughs> baby's in the house. Okay, I'm sorry. I stole the intro from you. Yeah, you did. And I was trying to tell people that it's episode 100. Mm. It's a celebration, everyone. Like fireworks going off. The crowd goes wild. This is episode... There's just a constant applause in the background. That I can do. This whole episode. Very easy. Applauses are easy for me now. Just like a standing ovation the whole hour. Just constant clap. That's it. Uh, yeah, if you are listening, this is episode 100. Matt and I are very proud of ourselves that um, we've done 100 episodes over the last three to four years. And today, we wanted to just do some reflection, some gratitude, talk about some fun topics. I got some fun questions for Matt. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just going to make this episode all about us because it's episode 100. So a little backstory in episode 100. <laughs> Around episode 60 or 70, I told Sam, hey, we should bring on like a big guest for episode 100. And Sam, for the, for the next 40 or 20 episodes, <laughs> kept on saying, why would we bring on a guest to celebrate our like episode 100 and it never really got through until like episode 95 (laughs) that yeah why the hell would we bring on somebody so that big fish is on the line but we're gonna wait for a little bit that's right and we're just gonna kind of yeah hang out here at episode 100 yes if you're listening we want to say a big thank you for uh, journeying with us. If you have been with us since episode one, you need to DM us for sure. Damn. You have to DM us because... I want to send you something. We're going to send you something, yeah. And we'll trust you. Our our audience is very trustworthy, I think, so I will trust the audience. Um, but if you have been with us since day one, please DM Matt or I, I or Matt, and we're going to send you something. Uh, if you Yo, people do that too, like you might <laughs> not listen when we tell you to leave a review, but I'll tell you what the episode that just dropped, where I did housekeeping and everyone and you ended it by saying, "Yeah, go tell Matt he did a great housekeeping." I said, "Man, I'm going to be really confused." <laughs> and guess what? I, they started pouring in, and holy crap! Like I've gotten like 15 or 16 of them, <laughs> and like the first like three or four, I was like, "What are y'all talking about?" And then. I finally had to go back and listen, and I was like, oh, you're right. I was confused. <laughs> so You know yourself so well. I know myself so well. So, yes. 32 years I've been with me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, if you're just joining us midway or you're brand new, thank you for listening. This is episode 100, and today we are going to have some fun, as we always have fun, I think. And... Uh, we're just going to chat for a bit. We're going to chat about life and music. And uh, I'm sure we'll go off on some tangents, as always. And uh, Want to do any housekeeping? Housekeeping. Yeah, love housekeeping. An episode 100 housekeeping? Episode 100 housekeeping. Tell them what they want, Sam. You've won the chance, the opportunity to like, subscribe, share this podcast mm. With one friend. I'm going to keep it short. I just want you to share this with one person. That's really important to us that you share it with one person. Um, you can like and subscribe if you want, but sharing it is the best thing you can do for us. And that's going to be our housekeeping for today. Super short. Sweet. Short and sweet. <clears throat> keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. Um, also, kids in summer camp. Oh, no, that's that's KISK. I used to have a shirt. Here's a tangent. That was Kiss. It said Kiss on it. And it was Kids in Summer Session. And it was a summer camp shirt. It was purple with a sun on it. Huh. And, and I like that shirt. 
That is quite the tangent. <laughs> Nostalgia. Okay. All right. Episode 100, Sam. Episode Let's get into 100. it. Matt, I got a question. You got some like interview questions that you're not like willing to tell me about. I wanted to surprise Matt with some questions that were reflective of our last four years, three to four year journey together. And I said I didn't need primed on them, and now yeah. I might be regretting that. <laughs> I'm going to start with it with an easy one here. And uh, the question is, what has brought you the most joy in doing these podcasts over the last few years? And has the joy changed from year to year? What's brought me the most joy? The most well, joy. gear, obviously. <laughs> I'm just playing. It hasn't been gear. Um, I think it, like, in, in all honesty, I think it's been, like, just the open conversation that, like, if people reach out to you, it's, like, whether or not they agree with you on a topic or whatnot. Because we're just two dudes who do not claim to have any idea about, like, the correct way to do things. And it's, like, I think if this podcast really shows anyone anything it's that like sam and i are complete polar opposites in how uh we approach a song and how we approach like a session how we approach really anything and uh it's just kind of cool like two people can disagree it's like even like us and the rest of the community can disagree and the nice thing is is that it's one of the last few places on earth where you can have a civil discussion and still disagree on like yes like core things about how to go about certain things and it's like sam immediately goes out of the box and hits a limiter i clip the shit out of my converters <laughs> and sam doesn't and so i just i just like like the different dialogues that can open up and just how, like, no one really gets to the same... Like, everyone gets to a relatively similar result. Um, <clears throat> and we can have a conversation about how different those paths were. Mm. So, mm, mm, mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of like you going... Like, say, like, you have a high school reunion or something. I'm totally not going to any of my high school reunions. <laughs> but it's like, you're all... I don't know. You graduate when you're 18, and so you have your 20-year reunion, and what's that? When you're 38? 38. And it's like, you're all 38, but you all got there in a really different way, so... Hmm, that's an know. interesting way to look at it. I don't know. Might be a wrong way to look at it, but I like that. It's probably wrong. What's been, uh, <laughs> what's brought you the... I mean, that's just me. And in all honesty, that's kind of what I find most intriguing, so... um what uh, what about you? What My has brought most you joy, the most joy over the past hundred episodes? It's probably the um, well, it's the conversation we have, and it's always one of the the benefits, and I think secrets to our podcast is that Matt and I don't plan that much ahead, um, which I'm fine with like sharing. Forty minutes, like forty if, minutes if ahead that. for each episode. And uh, we never talk about things we don't have life experience on. Um, but part of each episode that I love that brings me so much joy is the uh, challenging thoughts and opinions, I'll say, that we have with each other that then do ooze over into the community. And I know I am a better person uh, and engineer because we've done this for so long. And I always end an episode usually thinking about the topic in a more broad, expansive mindset, which usually is growth. And hmm. I find that to then bring me more joy as my worldview expands on how to approach mastering like clipping converters versus hitting a limiter there are things we've talked about for the last four years that have expanded my mindset. And with that, my joy has also expanded in the way I think about things, the way we even podcast, the way I treat my clients, the way I treat our, our Attack and Release Show community. And so I think when I look back on it, it's, it's similar to what you said of the the people and the conversations and the ability to have two opinions that 
do are totally different in theory, but do kind of get you to the end product, which is serving people and bringing peace of mind to situations. 100%. Um, and that's something that I think a younger, a younger <clears throat> Sam, maybe not when we started, but for sure 10 years ago, when I first started and got to Nashville, like I was pretty set in my mindset of how I thought the world worked and how I thought everybody should operate probably. Um, and now as I'm getting older and have made room for things and learned and grown and matured and I, you know, you just talk to people with an open mindset, um, my joy has expanded in my life. There's more opportunity for joy the more my mindset expands, I've found. I'm able to appreciate people and things um, better as opposed to having a very boxed in closed mindset that no, you gotta you gotta use this monitor, you gotta use this piece of care, you have to you have to do these things. Um, that exclusion isolates you and steals your joy, I've found. So the podcast has just opened up such a wide range of conversation. And I mean we have we have people literally from all the world that we talk to, which is crazy that this podcast has a international audience <clears throat> and some of the people we talk to, it's just so interesting to hear how music is made or thought about in different countries, different cities, different states. And uh, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful that we get to do this. So the nice that, thing about yeah, music is it like it doesn't really have like like even like production, it doesn't like besides like the language barrier of like just knowledge of like how all this stuff works, like how like like you know compressors, EQs, all that jazz works. Um, when you get into like other languages and stuff like that, music doesn't really have much more of a language barrier. Yeah, and it's like how I can work on something that's from Europe, South America, Central America. I don't really get anything out of Asia. Um, you were doing K-pop at one time. Um, Sam's pretty big in the K-pop world. He's, you know, K-pop. Um, it's it's just like there's really no language barrier when it comes to at least mastering, and it's like of course there's like genre preferences and stuff like that, but it's like so long as you kind of have like like kind of like your druthers about you, like that's really the only language barrier. So it's like Google Translate can go a long way <laughs> if you can't really make a lot of other stuff work. And so, yeah, I don't know. So I like that too. It's all it's all pretty darn good. Lovely. What's your next one? Okay, next question. <laughs> we'll see. Is the constant applause still rolling in the background? <laughs> or have we dialed that out? It probably went out by now. The fireworks, <laughs> like we're not at the grand finale no, yet? No, not yet. We'll okay, bring maybe them back. they'll start back up at the end. <sighs> Like at the end, it's like Frank Sinatra singing, like when the uh, singing New York, like whenever the the ball drops at at. Like Is that what you want, man? Day. That's what you want. Not at the really. End. I don't have to pay for all that. <laughs> Let me get Frank we here. Have sponsors. <laughs> ah, yes. Episode one hundred. Still no sponsors. You cannot buy us. Disclaimer. Yeah, for a while, we kind of went after it, and then uh, it kind of fell apart. But it fell apart, like, in a good way in of, the, like, yeah, realizing was... that, like, it would have not been, like, a really good fit. And then we've kind of closed that door. So I kind of like that. Ad-free except for our own ads. Housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting away from Visa Beats. <laughs> All right, what's question two? Visa Beats. Visa Beats is going to be one of those things where, um, is it Jimmy Kimmel who makes fun of Matt Damon or always is like ran out of time for Matt Damon again on the show and it's an <laughs> ongoing uh, joke of them hating each other but they're best friends Beza they'll beats, never get away from Beza Beats yeah Beza Beats is that so even like if Sam shuts it down I know still it's gonna, gonna be Beza Beats shout out. <laughs> um, okay next question we'll see if, if this is a good one or not but uh, here we go what did you think I was like when we started doing episodes and how do you view me now? Um, well, I mean, this is like one of like my final points that I have written down. <laughs> um, so see y'all later. 16 minutes. We're, we're done. Uh, uh, I can go grill my burgers. Record time. Um, so 
this was like one of my final points that I had written down. And um, I guess I'll kind of, I guess, start from this point. Um, this whole relationship started from uh, me asking Sam for help um, several years ago. Sam, a while ago, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know when you stopped doing this. You were offering some type of like mentorship or something like that. And, yeah. And I didn't really, and so like I filled out your little form to do that. And I was a few years into this, but I, and I wasn't charging a rate or anything. And, um, I, it was funny. Like, I think uh, I was driving home, like, after the last episode, and Sam and I were still talking on the phone, and you were, like, reading me that form. And I was like, well, yeah. that's kind of funny. <laughs> like, all the stuff I was, re- it was like, like, what are your goals? And it's like to start running. It's like, well, guess what? I didn't start doing <laughs> running. <laughs> um, yeah. The, those are, co- those shoes are collecting dust. But <laughs> it was more like, hey, I just kind of want help, like, interfacing with clients and, um, it's like, okay, this is like, like I, I'd never really had a reason to make a DDP before. Like no client really had ever asked for it. And they were always just like making CDs with their, um, like with, with just the WAV files, like arranging them, sending them off to the, the plant and everything. And so that's all I ever needed. So just like little tiny things to make me like a better, um, just to, just to kind of like make me better as like at, at like client relations and stuff like that. I'm also like, if if you have listened to one of the past 100 episodes, you know that I'm a relatively abrasive human. So, um, or at least can be. I'm just very black and white. Sam's kind of like Sam comes off as the teddy bear, Aww. and um, I come off as like like oh you 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 didn't get what you want from your mom, so you're coming to your dad. <laughs> well, guess what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect, perfect uh, imagery there of me being the mom. Yeah. <laughs> so this relationship started off just really me asking Sam just to do like a little six-month mentorship. And I'd have questions and stuff like that for him. And um, I had my first like uh, like label thing like while I was doing stuff with him. And I had just like a few questions. And it'd be like, like, a, like a phone call a week, which is generally on Wednesdays. It's just still when we record. And um, then we, like, email throughout the week and text and stuff. And it came to a head kind of in, I think, either, like, September or October of that year. And I'd had this hankering, like, oh, can we, like, start, like, like, I, and I think I had been telling you for months prior that, like, I did a podcast back when I had a cigar store. It was called Blow and Smoke. There's, like, three episodes live on YouTube, and it is horrendous. But we're not taking them down because it's, like, it's humbling and funny at the same time. And I said, I've had a hankering to get back into podcast and to broadcast and to really whatever. I just, I just like the sound of my own voice. And would you be interested in starting up a podcast? And it's really before they started getting pretty popular. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I said, you and I just have these fantastic conversations. And if nothing else, I would just like to have this same conversation. But, you know... Just let's record it and let's put it out there because I can't be the only one with these questions. And I was saying some things that even you, like you were kind of learning about because I yep. have like small business experience and you had experience directly in what I wanted to do and get better at, which was mastering and just handling clients. So, um, so that kind of was what formed the podcast. And so all of this started from me asking um, Sam for help and. Uh, I don't really think that a lot has changed between then and now. Um, I'd say you're still a pretty darn giving person when it comes to uh, when it comes to your time and like what you want to invest yourself into. Granted, like you do set like a decent amount of boundaries around like your own mental bandwidth, and it's like I can only take on so much. And so, like you've taught me like a lot about. Uh, a lot about margin, a lot about um, just like a lot of like little personal things. And it's like you and I disagree personally about like a handful of things, Mm -hmm. like nothing crazy, but it's just like, it's all like, okay, cool. He disagrees about this, but maybe I'm wrong in this. And so it's like, I'll take the next like eight days as like the analytical person I am. (laughs) And I'll just like sit and think (laughs) about that and be like, I don't know, maybe this is like, I'll talk to my wife about it or something. 
Or then I'll be like, nah, nah, Sam's full of shit. No, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But in general, like my opinion of you has, has not changed at all. Um, um, still think you're very like caring person who just like, in all honesty, just wants to help people. Um, and kind of just see all of that through. So, um, it's great. I think, uh. I think that's it. And I imagine I'm just the same magical asshole you met however long ago. So Well, you kinda I, we, are. We, we we can probably just pass. <laughs> I mean if you want. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna my uh well A, thank you. My affirmation cup is overflowing. My pitcher. Well there you go. Just gushing out, soaked. That's weird. Yeah. Um but it is. And so when we first started when you contacted me about mentoring, I immediately, I've always thought you're very smart. And um, yeah, that's literally the first month I was like, this guy's so smart. Um, And I remember thinking, A, that, well, I remember you told me you used to fly planes. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you told me that, I was like, holy shit. (laughs) This guy is smart. I was right. I at least I I think I think you have to be smart to fly a plane. I don't know. Um but I remember being smart and I remember you being one of the only people um because I think I mentored I think the mentoring thing was two years. I did it, it was open and then I cut it off just because it was taking too much time away from what I wanted to do, which was mastering. And I wanted to do it on my own schedule and doing this podcast has been a great a resource to mentor without having to have repeat the same conversation a hundred times during the week. Um, but I just remember the way you did fill out the form and the answers you gave. I was like, this guy gets it, you know? And I remember thinking that you're going to be a great mastering engineer and you are. And, um, my view of you hasn't changed either, which is interesting outside of like, it's just been neat to watch you grow your business and your family at the same time. Um, but I think that's one of the interesting things of like, if you don't think I've changed that much, I don't think you've changed that much. Um, yeah, I know we've both grown a ton, but there's something very, um, I don't know, stabilizing, grounding, knowing that you're the same person. And every time I talk to you every week, I know what I'm getting in theory. Um, I think there's maturity or wisdom in being someone whose character doesn't change a ton. Um, now it doesn't mean necessarily that if you never change, like you might have some bad habits or something, but, um, I think what I'm trying to say is it's my view of you has always been very high and I've always thought a lot about, um, you know, you've brought so much, uh, wisdom into my business from the business side of things. And I would not be where I am with my mastering business without being able to talk to you for the last four years. Um, Appreciate it. Yeah. And I don't think, maybe that's the thing. I The thing that has changed is my view of you has been like, holy crap, this guy literally knows so much. Um, and I did not think that, but over the last three to four years of talking to you, every week for multiple hours. You know, we joke around a lot, but it's um, Biggie's barking. <laughs> he hasn't made an appearance in a long time. It's good. Episode 100, Biggie. There you go. Um, but yeah, you know, my view of you now is like so, uh, it's always been respectful, but it's probably even more respectful. And you're you're one of the few people, if I have an issue, I'm like, I'm going to call Matt. You're my one. Phone, I would. You're maybe my I, one phone call. <laughs> I would say that's definitely like reciprocal. Like if something's kind of like weird, it's like I bet Sam has a pretty logical, like response to yeah my like illogical thought process <laughs> about how I could probably handle this better. So, <clears throat> so I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that about you too. And um, yeah, so that's you know. I don't think my view of you have changed that much. I think I've just I I've learned how to appreciate you more over the years, um, and what you what you say and what you offer. So, 
Well, I appreciate it. The um, <laughs> the 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 wisdom part of it, I promise, is all from like mistakes that I've made. <laughs> like none of it's like me talking out of my own butt. It's if I, I only talk about things that I know about, and if I do know about it, I probably messed it up a time or two. Yeah. So that's uh, be like, no, 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 don't do this, don't do this. This is this is bad. <laughs> if you're doing this on your taxes, you're gonna you're gonna pay for it next year. So, yeah, you've helped me a lot but, with taxes too. I mean, this is like either like I think like business thirteen and fourteen that I've done between this and my other business. So it's wild. Um, it's been it's been an interesting thirty two years, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a lot of those. However, are like like businesses that were not like official businesses that were kind of like I run into the ground or a business partner did not. Um, do things adequately and it was too much that I couldn't really I didn't know how to say no or something like that so like a lot of these episodes are like how to say no it's like it comes from of like yeah I've effed this up and I beg you not to do it the way that I did it so that's what that's what I think like my favorite thing about this podcast is is that like yeah it's mastering but it's also like like, hey, this is small business stuff from like stuff that I've screwed up. So if you go through with this, just be forewarned. So, anywho, yes, appreciate the appreciate the kind <sighs> words. What you got next? Love fest, right there. We'll book in the love fest. Shifting <laughs> gears. What is something you feel like people still misunderstand about mastering or our podcast in general? Kind of maybe two mm. different topics, mastering podcasts, but something that you feel like people still misunderstand about us or the podcast and or mastering. I think one of the things, and it's not necessarily mastering, it's like if I wanted to get down to like a client level of something that I wish people understood more is um, a good bit of people do not adequately understand what's going on with their low end, and I really wish that they had a proper way to monitor it. <laughs> and it's like whether it's a sub, whether it's like what what what's the guy you like have a mixing love fest for? Serban. Serban, yeah. yeah. It's like that dude uses headphones to monitor his low end. It's like figure out a way to monitor your low end. And it's like I hear what's going on, and it's like I don't think this is it's it's a, what is it like the Princess Bride? It's like I do not think that word is what you think it means, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. It's like I do not think that low end is what you want. <laughs> um, and so I, that's what I really wish people understood because it's like mastering can only take something so far. Like if there's too much of something, yeah. And it's like the, and the how that ties into mastering is like how much mastering like how much our hands are tied by like what is going on in the mix. It's like how many times have you asked somebody, I want this low end to punch more, but there's like absolutely no low end there. In fact, it kind of feels shelved off. And it's like, well, I can't make a something out of nothing. I can. I can like record something like kind of thumping and then I can put like a sample like there. And it's like, but we're not going to do that (laughs) because that's not not my job. And so um, we need to... I don't know, just like, I don't think people, like, if you could hear it correct, if you could hear it, you wouldn't do what I'm hearing yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. And so that's like the, that's the whole thing that I wish people understood is like, we can only take this so far. And if you have too much of something like muddiness or something like that, I can only take out so much before it's totally scooped. And if you have like a lot of mud or some weird kind of, goodies down there i <laughs> yeah it's like you're just kind of eating up goodies the available down there the goodies down there the goodies down there um, that's a plug-in <laughs> the goodies <laughs> the goodies it's just like raining gumdrops on the gui <laughs> it's just like eating up cpu mm. um it's like i can only push this sucker so loud because this low end and this mud and all this crud is just going to be like just tanking your dynamic range and it's just like I can only do so much. And it's like, if I have a client being like, hey, we want this to go louder, it's like, that's fine. But just know what that means for all the other stuff. So I don't know. I feel like low end is still like highly misunderstood because people know what they want, but they don't like, 
adequately go through the steps to like monitor it yeah. properly. Yep. And I really like I, I it's it's such a silly problem that like could be remedied. And it's like if you do get a sub, it's like just don't crank it freaking loud. It's like get as big of a sub as you want, just turn it down and I don't know. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And so what was the second one? You said the first one was about mastering, the second one was about our podcast? Yeah. And if you don't have an answer, of course, that's fine. I don't think I have an answer for what people... About our podcast is like, if I had an answer, and if I had to think of one on the top of my head, it would be like, our word is not final. Yeah. It's like, if we have a review on something, if we're talking about like that's the way that we one. do something, yeah. <clears throat> that's like... That's not like biblical. That's just how we do it. And I mean, that's it. Because, um, like, we'll have people write in and be like, oh, well, this isn't correct or something like that. And it's like, um, well, this is just my opinion. And like, the most recent one was like the, uh, the Apple spatial audio doing their thing with Dolby. And we, we had, I know we, like, at least me, I've probably had, like, 11 or 12 people write in about it. Yeah. And who either really like it or really don't. And that's fine. And one guy was nice enough to call me and Sam. And, like, we, like, I had an hour conversation with him. Um, You had an hour conversation with him. And the best thing that came out of that is I think I've sent him one or two (laughs) Atmos projects. And I think you're going to send him your Atmos stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh I've just kind of realized, say, like, from that episode and from, like, realizing from certain things is, like, this is not the route that I want to take my studio. And there are, there are other people who want to invest the time and the money into that type of a rig. And if I have to lose a client who wants to go to Atmos, then I'm going to give it to this guy because he's going to do, like, an incredible job with it because he's set up to do that. And that's where this guy's heart is. And... I'm not going to half-ass a format that I don't understand. And I don't think that my room is large enough to accompany like an Atmos system. And I'm not going to pretend like it is. And I'm not going to master something in headphones and be like, yep, signing off. They are good to go. So I'm going to make sure that like, I don't care if I have to have hand clients off. Like I want you, the client, to have like the best master possible. And if I'm not able to do that, I'm going to put you in a place to like get that type of service. So, um, but I promise that our word on things is definitely not final. Um, I'm very flawed in how I do just about everything. And, uh, yeah, but I love the conversation. I love the dialogue. I love people saying, Hey, you're wrong here because I want to end up in a conversation with them about like how they do it. And that might open my eyes to something. Mm -hmm. Or I just might think that they suck in what they do too. So, I mean, it's just like, it's just one way or another. And so that's why I love mastering is like you can end up at a very close, like you can literally take the fader like on the, like from the mix and just move it up all the way. And you're like, I don't know, like after you run it through all this crazy gear and everything, it's like, yeah, it's going to sound different through the gear and through the print, but at the end of the day, you're going to be, like, pretty darn close. And so, like, you're, like, like whenever I'm, like, A, being against the original mix, I just turn the mix all the way up, clip the fader, and I'm just kind of, like, A, being against my print, and I'm, like, yeah, this is definitely better. But it's, like, it's definitely still pretty close to, like, just turning the mix all the way up. Don't get me wrong. There's, like, nice little, like, goodies happening in the mids, <laughs> and you have... Like a, like a little bit more slap and a little more like, you know, thud and like it's in your face a little more. The width's a little better. Of course, all those little things happen. Um, but it's like all said and done, it's like, I don't know. Like you kind of end up in a pretty close thing, like whenever you level match some stuff out. So um, we're not all that different. <laughs> so what about you? That was a very long-winded answer. That's great. Um... Misunderstood about mastering. I mean, we did uh, that one episode where I talked about low end too, so I won't rant on that one. Um, misunderstood about mastering, probably still um, the term loudness, just forever misunderstood of what people are asking when they say, can you make it louder? 
there's a constant yeah. misunderstanding that when you ask for something to be louder, it's not a vo- we don't achieve that by just using a volume knob. We have to achieve it by compressing the signal more to make everything else more loud more often. The actual song is not louder. It's just everything else is slightly more loud more often. And that is sometimes what you want, but most of the time, I think what people want is not for that um, to happen because they they will often say, I love absolutely everything about the song, but can we just push it another dB or two? Um, and when you say that, it's not like I'm at zero and I can just go, okay, here's the volume knob, here's two now, and print it. And it's yeah. just two dB and everything's identical. I have to manipulate the signal and this is I think part of what makes a great master engineer is figuring out how do you squeeze more volume and make it be perceived louder without really changing anything if the client's saying I love everything about it I don't want it to change but I do want it louder and so um, helping people understand what that means and helping people understand um, and please hear me, we've talked before, I have no issues with compression. I have issues with people asking for things they don't understand what they're asking for. And mm-hmm. then they might get a product they don't actually realize they like or dislike. Um, but helping people, if I could let people know, like the loudest song is never <laughs> the most famous song. It's never been that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't, th- we get lost. All of us get lost in loudness in the pursuit of being the loudest and thinking that will then make us achieve whatever abstract goal, or even if a lot of people don't even have goals for their songs. But um, loudness is for sure probably the most misunderstood thing still I run into. Um, And I wish people would lay down that burden of just going, hey, I really like loud music. By loud, I mean compression, because I like things to be modern and punchy and in your face. Great, love that. I'll make super loud records with you all day long. But wanting to be loud because you think you're missing out on an opportunity to become famous is not a true thing that exists in this world because Mm -hmm. we have literal data that shows the loudest songs are usually not the most popular. Yet people, number one thing people ask me for is for loudness. And you can go on Spotify or whatever and the song is drastically ranged, like anywhere from, I mean, depends on who's up on the charts, but sometimes like 10 dB swings and dynamics. Um, if you've got like a Chris Stapleton on something and then a Skrillex song all on New Music Friday, you're going to be ranging like 10 to 15 dB in dynamic range loudness. Um, so that's something I wish people, people understood loudness is great, compression is great, but understand what you're asking when you ask for it, and then understand that that will not be the make or break to your song's success, so you don't have to worry about that. The make or break will be whether or not you push it for the next five years straight and make content and do shows and network. That's what makes your song famous um, or streamed. So anyway, that's still probably the most misunderstood thing at least I get asked about. And also, I want to say it's very confusing, so that's fine. Happy to continue to help people think about it, um, I'll say, quote-unquote, correctly. Um, but yeah, misunderstood. Uh, with the podcast, I think sometimes people don't understand that we just do this for fun. Like, this is strictly yeah. like... And I think now people are understanding it better because we're like four years in, or is it three years? I don't know how many years, three or four. We're working on year four. Working on year four. Um, that Matt and I's intention with this podcast is literally just to talk to each other. <laughs> and there's no hidden agenda. That's why we still don't have ads. Uh, we don't sell anything. And even if we did sell anything, I'm not saying that's bad. Outside of we sold some merch that I think we broke even on. I'm not sure at when it's all said and done still. Um, but yeah, we just do this because we enjoy doing it. And if it never becomes the most popular podcast, that's fine. And we're not very concerned about... um, My only concern, it's not a concern, I just know the more people that hear this podcast, 
the community we've created, it seems to help everybody out achieve what they really want to do, which is be a, a happy whole human and, and make records. So I think that's still slightly misunderstood because most people that start podcasts are doing podcasts to try and monetize or get attention to then hopefully uh, be a marketing tool to then have clients or sell a product or something um, or become an influencer. And this podcast has never been about that. And in my foreseeable future, it will never be about that. So this podcast is pure, in my opinion. <laughs> it's a pure, uh, one of the most pure podcasts on the internet still, on the internet, <laughs> on podcast platforms. Um, and it will continue to be that. And I think that's special. And I think it's created a very quality community um, of people that we get to interact with. So, um, so yeah, that's that. Bookend monologue. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just kind of chewing on that, that last part of, like, I don't think that you and I like, like, I hear the word influencer, influencer, and it's kind of like, ew, why the <laughs> hell would I want to be that? It's like I don't want to influence your opinion on anything. It's like I want to educate you on what it, what mastering is. And I would consider you and me more just like case study educators just like based on like our own experience. It's like yeah. it's not like like an experiential like case study of like this is how we did it. You don't have to do it this way. But right. I mean this definitely worked for me and we just want to talk about the stuff that no one else is talking about. And it's like impossible to get the information like anywhere else or just like make it as silly as like if you were to have a conversation about this, like X, Y, or Z, well, we have a podcast about that that can help you. Yeah. And like all we want to do is help people. It's like as far as influencers, influencers just want to benefit themselves. Yeah. And get like a bunch of free shit and then like charge people to do posts. And that's not really, like, where our heart is. So it's like, well, there's really no monetary gain for us to do this. Um, but, yeah, influencer makes me cringe. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any more questions? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. I thought you had, like, three. I got a whole list. Oh, crap. Okay, we'll speed it up. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I got like 17 minutes. Yeah, me too. I got to grill some burgs. Um, nice. Burgers. <laughs> That's what that means. Uh, let's see. This question may be really easy to answer because it might be a sentence. What do you wish you could tell yourself about podcasting when you started three to four years ago? And it may be nothing. Uh, let it just fall into routine. Ooh. Because like you think about it too Hashtag. much, you know, and it's like I remember my first, I remember my first podcast from the cigar shop, and I I kid you not, it took us like two hours just to like figure out the intro, yeah, and it's like f the intro, just like let it roll, let the conversation roll, and yeah, it's like just let it fall into a routine, and it's like one of like my marketing guy for my other company sent me uh, a Reddit like link to another article that said uh it was like a pretty big news publication and it said that there's like 97 percent of podcasts don't make it past 20 episodes and i was like wow that's <laughs> kind of nice to know um so it's like we kind of have a thing here so it's like if you just kind of let it fall into a routine it's like as soon as i mean it's like life as soon as you get out of that routine you just kind of drag so that's I mean that if I were to tell myself that, that'd probably be the only thing I'd I'd say, I suppose. What about you? Uh I would I would say keep it as organic as possible, which I think is what we've done. Um when we first started, I think I, w I wasn't necessarily nervous, but I think I felt like I wasn't sure if we if if I had enough to say. <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. to like fill an episode, and then of course we did the first episode. And I think I talked. You have a lot to say. Yeah, I talked for like forty <laughs> minutes. You do this and IGTV. Right. You have a lot. I to have say. a lot to say. That's what I've learned. Um, but I have a lot to say because I'm just 
when we started, I don't think I had accepted that my opinion has value, just like I think everyone's, in theory, opinion has value. And there's going to be people that can benefit from your opinion, even if they think they're you're wrong. If it's if it's a constructive thinking of you know you're wrong, there can be room for growth and conversation to both grow and think about things differently. Um, it's possible to have two opinions and still be civil people. I think. Um, Tell you that. <laughs> you know, I mean, this podcast is that example, but. I think if I could go back, and I've had people ask me over the years, probably 20 people, I bet, over 40 years have asked, like, hey, I think I want to start a podcast, which I always say, great. And they're always like, what tips do you have? And I usually just say, like, you need to be as honest and as organic as possible about it. Like, don't script it. Don't, uh, you can prepare, make an outline, you know, of having a general idea, but there's so many podcasts that feel so um, boring, I'll say. And mm-hmm. and really, to me, it's almost like for some people that start podcasts that I listen to that I know, I'll say on a more personal level, I kind of think sometimes like, you're so much cooler than this podcast script. Like, <laughs> like you're missing out on the unique selling point, which is your own unique voice. And I think sometimes when people do podcasts, they script it or it's it's too rehearsed to where it doesn't feel uh, believable. You know, just like if you make a song that's not believable, our human senses, I really think, can pick up on that. And I think you as a human pick up on that and it's not sustainable. It's not, it's very, I think that's why podcasts fail so much is people start trying to create content or episodes that have really... Um, they're either clickbaity or they're about things that people really don't have experience on, or they're just thinking like they're trying to copy another podcast. And um, if I could go back, you know, I think I would tell myself, hey, just share your opinion, let Matt talk as well, just be a human, and then everything will be all right. <laughs> like, don't overthink it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, like 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 one of the like one of the one, I don't think we could understate or overstate like how much we don't prepare right <laughs> for this podcast. We used to in the beginning, and then it was just like, man, we just do so like it's so nice how organic it is if we just kind of like talk off the cuff, and that's how like all of our conversations normally organically happened. And so normally it's like I call you at four my time, three your time. And I guess a lot of people also don't know that Sam and I don't live anywhere near each other. Right. And so, like, we record this podcast in a pretty funny way. Um, Like, we're literally on a phone call. Because, like, the internet sucks at doing the whole, um, like, Zoom calls and Skype calls. And so, we're just on a phone call, and Sam and I are both on earbuds. And uh, we have, like, headphones over our earbuds. And then we're just recording each, like, our vocals on, like, Sam's recording his, I'm recording mine, I send mine to Sam. He pops the episode together in his template. And then bing, bong, boo, zippity, zap, we got an episode. <laughs> and so, but it sounds like we're in the same room. Sam also told me right before this that he puts a little bit of reverb on the thing. And I was like, it kind of blew my mind. I was like, man, why are you, you and your tricks. You and your tricks. I'm just but, always like, tinkering. Yeah, so it's like, if anything, it's like we come up with, like, a topic, like, I don't know, it might, like, if I, if, unless, like, the week before, we're like, I have something I want to talk about based on something that's happened, like, which happens every now and then, um, but normally it's, like, like, right around that morning, we just say a topic, and then later on that day, just, okay, yeah, cool, this is how we're going to talk about it, and then, I like, while we're talking, I just kind of write notes, and Sam has his own little mental, like, thing of how he wants to do it and then like another big thing is like we also don't really edit unless like something we say is like severely off color like not good to put out and it like could potentially like offend somebody but it's like it wasn't said like intentionally to offend somebody it's just like eh, people in today's climate could take this a little weird we're gonna edit that five minutes out um and that maybe in a hundred episodes has happened like three times. Yeah. And so 
it's like not a it, like normally this is just like a very like organic conversation with like absolutely zero editing minus like the little like effects that Sam does before and after which I think yeah, it's kind of like a cool little character to things it is fun um, but yeah I, I would just say fall into that routine alright what's your next one next question is uh, okay let's see it's 5 o'clock um, is, has there been a favorite episode or topic Oh, shoot. You go first. I want to go back through. Okay. Because you've had time to think about this. Right. So, favorite episode topic. I really honestly liked the Mastering Pet Peeves episode. Oh, yeah? I enjoyed it because I feel like it was honestly so helpful if people would listen to it (laughs) and just take it Mm. as like, these are the things that can really make your record sound terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's many podcasts that would have the guts to do an episode that is, I'll say, honest like that mm-hmm. and say, like, these are the issues that we run into all the time that drive us bonkers. Not in, like, a childish way, like, you're so stupid, but drives us bonkers because it limits your potential of the record you're trying to make. And... um that's definitely one of my favorite episodes. Um, I mean, I've loved all all the um, the loudness episodes we've done. Those are always fun. They they always bring great conversation after. It, for Do you want? Yeah, like a sappy answer. Yeah, sappy. Go. Um, you can. I have two answers. To yeah, this. go. My first one is um, my favorite episode is the first one. Not necessarily the topic, but I'm more of a builder as opposed to a maintainer. And so, like, I I like how unstructured it was. I like how we just started it without having a name. And I just kind of liked... I love, like, the organic thing before, like, any any routines in place, any anything is in place to make it work. It's just, like, you're just really kind of nervous, like, oh, I'm going to F this intro up and stuff like that. And it's just... It's cool. It's kind of like kiddish and how it comes together. I I, I like the I, I like when things start. Um, Interesting. Like like to include like starting businesses. That's what I really enjoy doing. I like starting things. I like thinking of things. I like like the the marketing for new things. Like how many ideas have you had that I've told you? Oh, this would be a cinch to market. This would be great to market. Yeah. Um, so that's my first one, and then I would say my favorite one would be the uh, the how to buy gear episode. Mm. Oh yeah, that's good. Um, I just thought it was funny because it's like we were like, ah, oh, we're gonna catch a lot of crap for this one. <laughs> There's some stuff that like we kind of like hang up after an episode and just kind of like, I don't know if I want to listen to this one <laughs> again. <laughs> so, but I thought that one turned out pretty darn pretty darn good. Mm. So, which what else you got? I have. 10 minutes until I have to be on the road. You want another question? Unless you want to, unless you're, how many, how many more do you want to do? Like with your clock? My clock can be uh, done. I'll, okay, I'll ask you a fun one here and then we'll wrap. How about that? Maybe like one or two more. Okay. Do you remember, of course you do, when you were fully in the box and now you're fully out of the box? <laughs> Yeah, one of my questions on here, like I thought that you initially had three questions, so I wrote down a few. And so my one of my questions, one before the the last one, um, was uh, where were you when you started? Yes. Oh, great. Um, great where great. were you when we started? Yes. And yeah, I was completely in the box, and um, I was never like completely happy with how things like turned out, just because like there was like. Like the like the the edges weren't rounded off enough, and like I wouldn't get things as loud as I possibly would want them to be. And um, but I but once again, like I worried about shit then that just did not matter. It's like oh to like this tenth like this EQ to like this tenth of a dB, and it's like it's not about that anymore. And it's like how much it's not about that unless like don't get me wrong, unless you're cutting something that's like wow this is this is like we got to open this bu- this puppy up. <laughs> But if you're ever there, then it's like, should you even be like, is it even something like you need to be mastering? Um, 
And like as far as like being back in the box, do I remember that? Yeah, it's like I I was using way too many things to solve like problems that probably should not have even existed in the mix at the time. And so um, I learned a lot of stuff from that area. And the first thing I learned was that I didn't want to be in the (laughs) the box anymore. And so yeah, I remember I bought the Hilo, and then and then you uh, you got yours, and uh, our lives were forever changed. Um, mm-hmm. Hopped into the Rupert Neve, and then to the Masalik MPL two, and what did I get next? I think you got the Manly, and then I got the Manly, and I think the Backbone came in there sometime soon. So it was all pretty. Uh, it was all a pretty fun evolution. Oh no, I got the Backs after right before the Massive mm-hmm. Passive. So. I got to send that guy in. I haven't used him in a while, but I got one of those weird things going on where like a relay is kind of tripping weird and I flip it to a certain filter and it's like I I was I like I heard something weird and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to use this." And then I like opened up a it was like a, like a plug-in doctor or whatever it's called and you run a tone through it and you like set your filter and you're like, "Oh man, yeah, one channel is totally not doing anything while one channel is doing something." So this got to go back. So I haven't used that in a few months, but um, yeah, that was I think number three I bought. So, what about you? You weren't you weren't completely in the box, were you? No, I was out of the box. I think at that the, time I had the Black Lion. That's right, and I and had the, the Alicia Expressor. What's that company? The MAS or whatever? Oh, Overstayer MAS. Yeah, I had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. I had some some of my old quirky gear. I still had my saturator tube thing. Yeah, I didn't have a ton of gear. I just started going out of the box and falling in love with out of the box and realizing... What is my life? Yeah, <laughs> the sound I'm chasing <laughs> is achieved much easier out of the box usually. Um, but yeah, I mean, over the last four years, I've acquired quite a bit of gear. Um, but yeah, I mean, the switching to the Hilo is probably one of the biggest game changers, I'll say for me. Thank you for telling me about that. Um, because everything I hear is better now. And I didn't realize, I didn't have the imagery yet of the idea that, um, if you split hairs enough times, you basically have a whole head of hair you've split. (laughs) So if you're making... 30 decisions at the mastering stage with a not so great converter and setup, you've you've gone so far off course in theory. Uh, yeah. If you're mixing and you're mixing 127 tracks and you're making automation moves on everything, you've now made over a thousand different moves probably. And if you don't have a great setup, you've kind of made a thousand slightly wrong moves. Um, well, everything affects everything. Yeah, everything impacts everything. Um, and that's something, a very mastering thing to say. Right. So, yeah. So that's, you know, where I was, I think, was uh, just just a wee little lad who knew <laughs> where he wanted to go but had not yet gotten there yet. And, um, yeah, I just, I would say I'm, like, fully, obviously, out of the box most of the time. We've talked about when we work in the box, but... Um, yeah, it's pretty rare if I'm hanging out in the box anymore. It's, uh, you know, just different. And maybe 10 yeah. years from now, I'll be in the box again if we're doing tons of VR and whatever. Who knows? Episode 200, <laughs> you're just going to have like an AR headset yeah. or something on it. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, one more question, okay, and good. then we got to take it home. Okay. You want me to ask, or do you have one? No, nah, you go ahead. Okay. Your list is cooler. <laughs> My list is cooler. Um, let's see. Let's see. I asked that one. Asked that one. I kind of jumped around based on the the mood I was feeling. Uh, did that one. Do you remember when you did that one? Okay. Um, this one is where do you see our podcast? It was kind of what you're just saying. Where do you see our podcast in, I was going to say another year, but a hundred episodes from now, what do you think it will be like? I mean, we never really strove for like crazy popularity. We don't, 
besides Instagram, we really don't tell people like what to do or like where to go or anything. It's like sometimes Facebook, sometimes Instagram, just like little posts. But it's like we have like a Facebook page and we have a Instagram page and we don't really do anything on either one just because we don't really care that much. And in all honesty, Sam and I don't really have a lot of time. And like we're not going to die. It's like... We're like I run another business and Sam's just really slammed with his mastering stuff. And so like between all that and then it's like I'm a dad and it's like trying to manage that and it's like, yeah, this is the bandwidth I have for the podcast and this is a healthy amount that I'm willing to of attention I'm willing to donate and not donate, but allocate. And it's just kinda I don't know, that 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 I, I I like how healthy and all that it is, and I don't know. It's like I like to more than double where we are now. Yeah, but it's like like even even episodes like you have to understand how small of a group of people we're talking to, like worldwide. Right. It's like if I had a business podcast, we'd have like tens of thousands of listeners per episode, and it's why you see some music podcasts kind of branching into that whole thing of like, oh, I'm going to go talk to more people. And it's like, well, by casting a wider net, you're not necessarily getting a more quality audience. Yeah. And so I don't want to do that. And I want to stay very specific. That confuses people who don't know about this industry. And if you do want to learn about it, then it's like, let me unpack this for you in this episode. But um, I, we're, we're not here to confuse anyone. It's like, as of now, we're at 209,314 downloads. Um and I am 100% happy with that growth and where we are. I think it's a really good growth for, uh, like, trajectory for 100 episodes. It's a really solid curve when we look at our stuff. It's cool watching, like, random countries uh, come online, like, seeing Hong Kong just, like, come out of nowhere as, like, a massive, like, metric performer and stuff like that. But I'm totally happy with the growth we have. I think it'd be cool by, two by uh, like, episode 200 to have around, like, 500,000 downloads, but I'm not really striving for that. I don't really pay attention to metrics. I don't really care about metrics. I actually am of the belief that I'm not even talking to the people who this podcast will make the most impact to right now. Um, Like mainly to say the podcast that I listened to um, when I was learning mastering was SquareCAD and um, Adam who had SquareCAD shut it down. And I was like mid listening to I, like, have a few episodes still downloaded to my phone, but, like, you can't find it anywhere. And uh, he made that podcast in, like, 2012. Well, I wasn't a mastering engineer for another two years. And so there's something about I'm not even – we're not even talking to the people who this podcast can have the biggest impact on. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm, like, so far down the road that um, – I don't. I don't really even know the impact that this podcast will have. I just know, like in my heart, that we need to be uh, kind of putting pen to paper in this type of a way. So, what about you? And then we will we will wrap. Well, I think it would look uh, yeah, a similar similar vibe, uh, more audience. It would be cool, and of course, you can do anything if you put your time and energy into it. If there was a way to organize our community a bit better, that could be cool. Yeah. Um, And I'm not saying that out loud, Matt, as something we need to even revisit. But it could be cool if we happen to have had time or we clone ourselves (laughs) to be able to somewhat organize the attack release show community or maybe at some point we do a meetup or something an a and r meetup during yeah um like what about like during like a convention yeah or like nam like, like like yeah we just, just get here. like a booth at nam yeah we just spend like <laughs> i don't know you just get like the smallest 10 by 10 booth just and, like, we're just kind of like dunder mifflin there with our like blank oh sheet my of paper gosh. Okay, so that's and it's actually like, a we fun just idea. have like a we just have like a cooler of beer. Right. I don't know if you're allowed to have beer in there. You but are. You can drink in there. You just have we just have we just bring a cooler of beer and uh <laughs> just kinda hang out. Yeah, I just like if, if I did anything, it's like you gotta do something that's already established. Right. But 
if you and I had more time, we would do more stuff. Right. It's like if a third person wants to come on and be like, yo, let me moderate this stuff and be like, all right, don't burn it to the ground. Right. I think you and I would totally be cool with that. And then we just chime in as we want. Yes. Um, it's like that would that would work. I think that would work. But yeah, that would be the I think the the hope is just to keep talking to you and the community every week. If nothing I mean, changes, not that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine with me. So yeah. I like the way it's going. Um, okay. I think that's good for episode 100. Cool. Here's to All 100 right. more. If, uh, if this is, as Sam said in the beginning, if this is your first time listening, thank you so much. Thank you for putting up with our... Uh, uh, I guess us pat ourselves on the back <laughs> in this episode. Reg- uh, regular scheduling will uh, will uh, go through for the next episode. So, anywho, um, I'm sure there is a sweet celebratory beat queuing up in the background uh, from the one and only beesbeats.com, curated by the lovely Sam Moses. If you need a mastering engineer and you're this far and you've listened to us tout ourselves for the past hour. Um, and you need a mastering engineer. Sam can be found at Moses Mastering. I can be found at For The Record Mastering. We respond pretty well on Instagram and, uh, you know, to hate mail of all kinds. Um, if you wouldn't mind leaving a review, a comment, some stars, some thumbs up wherever you are. Um, most importantly, if you wouldn't mind just sharing this with a friend or two, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. This has honestly been completely grown by word of mouth and we could not be more appreciative. So, with that said, uh, for the hundredth time, morning, afternoon, <laughs> even, whatever y'all are having, have a darn good one. See y'all in the next episode. Cue up that sweet beat. Cue it. See y'all. <laughs>